0: Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast, and this is the podcast for people that have premium health insurance, but they refuse to go to the doctor because they don't want to pay that twenty dollar copay, like myself. Okay, okay. And this pay is that money. This man. is Jaren. And this is TJ. This is ear, ear infected Jaren. Right,
1: <sighs> dog. Just, just paid a couple of dollars, man. Yeah, I just all that money you pay in health insurance.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna put dirt on it, I think. It going. <laughs> you gonna put dirt on your throat so you stop coughing? No, I I have been to the doctor for that. Actually. Oh, okay. I got a whole bunch of prescriptions. A whole bunch of medicine. <laughs> so don't don't
1: mind don't mind Jaron if he sounds loopy,
0: he's doped up. They they offered me they were like, Have you ever had uh medicine with codeine before? And I try not to get too excited, but it's the first thing I'm thinking is lean. But, right. Um, You're
1: like, yeah, I know all
0: about that lean. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, I, you know, um, I went to Atlanta this weekend and. Oh. Um, promethazine Capital. <laughs> and I think. Okay, maybe not. I don't know if it was maybe going it through it. those mountains and stuff that got my ears popping. But, but when I got home, and I know home is a very long way away from those mountains, but as soon as I got home, and got out the car my ears like just started hurting and okay it's just been like that since so i don't know man i'm just <laughs> i'm just gonna try to muscle through this thing
1: yo dog you you are losing from all sides bro right <laughs> you stay losing with this sick thing man <laughs> Got some go always got something going on, dog. Right. Yo, what's the uh what's the giraffe, what's the giraffe name on Madagascar, dog? <laughs> you of nah, that giraffe, know. that was
0: always sick, bro. I didn't yeah, I've never seen. I don't think I've ever oh, seen that. Oh man. Yeah. It's
1: the it's the dude, the uh main dude from Friends. What's his name? Chandler? Oh, okay. I think it's I think it's his voice. But uh, you know, the
0: giraffe is always he's always got something going on. <laughs> I've I've never watched Friends before. Eh? You've never watched it? Not even an episode? No, not even an episode of that or um, Seinfeld.
1: I've seen a couple episodes of Seinfeld. I've seen more episodes of Friends. I've never watched a season of Friends. I think there's 10 of them. But the episodes that I did watch were pretty interesting. They were pretty funny.
0: Did they ever have any black friends, I heard? Like, maybe at the end, like towards the end, they got one?
1: Oh, uh, the episodes I've seen... There were no black people. Maybe at the little hangout spot that they was at, I think I might have seen a black person in the background once or twice. They got an extra like an extra, right? <laughs> it's like, yo, 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 stand right here. We gotta make this equal opportunity, bro. Stand right here. <laughs> affirmative action, bro. Stand right here. Don't move. The camera's coming right across right now.
0: <laughs> speaking of speaking of affirmative action, um, there's this song called Chillville. <laughs> chill bill chill bill that has yeah. to be a, a a product of affirmative action because I just don't believe I don't know I got problems <laughs> with this song but you do I do I do um, alright so
1: you told me to listen to the song and I did listen to it
0: yeah and so uh, um, I think the the beat and the music is very catchy which is gonna make this song a smash right Um, basically, if you haven't heard it again, it's called Chill Bill. And the music, um, is from, uh, geez, what's her name? Is it Daryl Hannah? Is the, is the woman's name Daryl Hannah? Uh, I forget the chick's name. Um, but the, 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 uh, the lady from, from Kill Bill who dressed up as the nurse, she had the one eye and she came through whistling this song well that's the that's the music for this song chill bill right that's the basis of the that's the whole that's the foundation of the song it's super and it's super nice super catchy dope 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 music everything about the production is nice (coughs) uh what i had a problem with was the actual Mm -hmm. rapping part yep (laughs) which is
1: one of the most important parts of a hip hop song but go ahead
0: and even it was okay until there's just one part and um where it gets he gets to me it seems like it gets a little off beat uh huh but it's kind of a weird it's kind of a weird beat because the whistling it was even the song with the as I try to break it down and I think the way that she whistled it it was off beat a little Hmm. and i guess that makes it hard to make a song off of that
1: uh i get what you're saying well but it seemed like you missed something though if, if you're a person whistling a song the beat is whatever you make it right exactly however you feel that day exactly. right you can do it fast you can do it slow and so if they ripped it directly from the actual movie then sure there could be some inconsistencies there if you're trying to make, if you're trying to keep a time on the beat. And it seems like they did to me. Oh, okay. you like, the, the metronome of will eventually be off because she's not gonna, she wasn't doing it to music. She was doing it herself. Right. So, yeah, that makes sense. So what'd you think of it? So the very first thing is uh, the music Like you said it's super catchy and i feel like as long as you ride the beat you can do no wrong on that song really um you can't you almost can't mess it up because the beat is so good the music and then the beat that they chose the underlying beat to the music is so good you almost can't mess it up it's almost impossible to mess it up so um, I really enjoyed that I did hear the offbeat part That you was talking about mm-hmm. uh, But I'm willing to overlook it Because The really? beat is so good And they're not even
0: They're not even rapping about nothing Actually I mean, it's, it's, that, that may be The reason why my ears hurt Because I feel like that shit Was making my ears bleed <laughs> Like Every time I heard I was like Ugh! Like I was I literally was It was, it was like nails to a chalkboard up For you Yeah exactly Exactly man yeah. Like it 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 was actually painful to listen to these guys rapping on there now they had the remix um okay now they had the remix with the uh my homie uh denzel curry that's one of my favorite guys out of the double XL freshman class uh denzel curry was on there and he killed it and i expect nothing less but he killed it all right but um still just didn't see it It was what's the actual guy's name that made the song is it rob rob stone is that the
1: yeah rob stone i don't know i didn't know anything about that guy fun fact though apparently they made the song in 2014 they put visuals to it in 2015 okay and i don't know what happened but somehow it just started getting hot a couple months ago
0: Hmm. okay
1: so that's pretty interesting that uh it took some time but you don't give up on your art you know, maybe it'll catch on someday. Cause I would imagine most people would have said, "Well, I know this song is good, but I guess it didn't work." Um, but these guys, I guess they kept trying, and they to the point where they made visuals a year later. And uh, I don't know, it took them so long because the visuals was just them hanging out. Right. <laughs> they could, they could have did that a long time ago. But uh, maybe somebody talked them into it, like, "Bro, you need visuals. You need, you need people to see." You need people to see what you're doing while you're rapping this song. And uh and that did a lot for the for the song, it it, it appears.
0: Yeah, yeah so. and I'm sure um it's gonna be one of those songs where the the remixes are gonna go crazy. You know, everybody's right. gonna jump on and do their their renditions of what they thought. It was actually the song was so like I felt so offended by the uh the offbeat part that i almost wanted to jump on and do and do a do a remix myself right
1: right, right. J- just to do us some ju- just to do the beat some justice yeah that's normally
0: what happens when, <laughs> when we end up doing these songs <laughs> it's normal because i feel like somebody did something wrong somewhere in the world <laughs> and i feel like i need to write that wrong i have to be the person that steps in and does it justice and so Yeah, that almost happened. I talked myself out of it.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, you know what? I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, I was about to say that I hope some of my favorite rappers jump in on that song. But the more I listen to the song, like the premise of the song, and listen to the beat, I almost feel like it's a young man's song. I almost feel like a Jay Z or a Nas or a T.I really don't have a place doing that song. Maybe because the way I heard it the first time and I'm sure these guys I'm talking about greats here so they can rap to any beat Yeah. but uh, I don't know I'm biased now since I've heard it with these guys I was about to say nobodies. that's not right with these guys that aren't well known yet um, I've heard it so many times now listening to it tr- you know trying to dissect what I was listening to uh, I can't see the older great rappers rapping to that beat I feel like it's a it's a freshman class type beat
0: now I think I think it's a little below like a Jay-Z to hop on but I think somebody like Fabulous would hop on it he hops on anything
1: yeah but even him man I just I feel like it's a it's a I feel like it's a kid's beat man I feel like
0: <laughs> I bet you he. I remix feel like it's it. a young rapper's beat huh I bet you I bet you he'll do a remix to it
1: he probably would. He usually takes all the. It got to get hotter though. It's got to get hot. He jumps on all the hot
0: beats and uh, does remixes. And I feel like him, this so. will go there. All right. I feel like. Well, I'll be interested to hear it. But but you know, and that actually got me thinking. You know, um, like with the top five. You know, um, you know the whole top five debates and stuff. I I, I was listening to. Uh, Jada Kisses isn't his um album, his latest album Top Five Dead or Top Five Dead or Alive yep and I got to thinking like okay so the album was was, was nice you know he spit as, as usual but like you said you know um, with this being eh, I guess historically a young man's game with these guys getting older who should they be rapping for because it felt like the old Jada Kiss he wasn't really rapping for these young kids he's rapping for people like us you know in their 30s who grew up listening to your your locks and stuff i don't feel like the young kids want to hear that like who should these guys be rapping for should should fabulous still be trying to be cool for young people or should he be trying to be cool for for older people should it be trying to be cool for anybody you know like what what approach should these guys be taking
1: well, or is there a wrong I or Russell, right approach? I know Russell Simmons will tell you to do you right. Exactly, <laughs> Russell Simmons would tell you to do you. So I guess they really shouldn't be trying to cater to anybody but whatever makes them feel good. Uh, but that is a really, really good question. If I know that the the this uh, industry now is more towards the younger folk who will do anything to get your album. Would you start rapping for those guys or do you do it for your core fans who might have even outgrown you and don't listen to rap music anymore because they don't have time to or they can't listen to the lyrics because they have kids now or for whatever reason. So, like, do you take your chances rapping to that older crowd or do you just try to keep it young? That's a really good question. I'm sure that's difficult and I'm sure that these rappers get torn between that. But that's why you hear that's why you hear some of the rappers that are still relevant they're embracing the new younger generation as whack as they are the some of them are really really whack so, and uh and hold on real quick and so they still embrace those guys that that are a lot different but they're doing that because it opens them up to a, the the younger fan base and they still get to be them they still get to be themselves, but they're tying themselves. So it's kind to of a reset
0: button on the
1: fan base. Uh, somewhat is it full reset? Um, I'm, I want to find another way to say it, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 take it's trying to turn back the hands of time a little bit, so so you don't get dated so fast. Like I might be forty, however, uh. I, I'm rapping like I'm thirty though I don't have to rap like I'm forty yet so I can't rap like I'm eighteen but I can rap like i'm twenty eight or thirty and it'll still be respected' because, you know it's still close enough to that generation do you think there's it's not a forty do or a you rapper. think
0: there's anyone that's successfully done that uh been able what to stay like a younger guy who's kind of tapped into the 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 younger market uh
1: I think Fab does that. Fab does it really well. I mean, his his last album, he's taken things like off of say like a Twitter. Uh he had a song "Lituation" which was a was a a fad for a minute instead of a situation, it's Lit, a lituation. Yeah. Right? Um and I think he does a good job of merging and he he's able to do that because he's active on say a Twitter, which is going to keep you young because you get to stay up on all the new terminology all the new fads that come out and he actually uses those. He uses social media, the funny stuff that's going around on the net, the funny memes, and he turns those. He uses those in songs. And so the younger generation can
0: uh gravitate to that. So I mean, do you think they really like has he has he done any collaborations with any of these new guys, though? Like because I think that's I think for the young people to even you know, get on his radar for them for him to be on their radar, he would have to have like a little yachty or somebody do a song with one of them. Like he can't like he can't just he can't just put an album out and people like young people are gonna care, right?
1: I think he can because I think he's active enough on social media. Like he gets he gets so much play on social media that the young people who are on social media because you're not hip if you're not on social I mean, that, media. If you're if you if you're hip and you're in the hip hop, you're probably
0: on social media. That's probably from the old people like I mean, there's old people on on Twitter now, you know.
1: Yeah, there is. There is, but I'm saying the who's who of Twitter they're doing the job of keeping fab young because the intermediate group, so say the 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 25-year-olds, the 27-year-olds, the intermediate group, they are following fab and retweeting and keeping his name alive right and then that intermediate group the young guys are really following the intermediate group so they're like the conduit so i think that social
0: medias was really really keeping fab alive like that see i was thinking somebody uh, this probably isn't the best example anymore but like buster rhymes how he was really active on people's songs
1: exactly for
0: a point you know yeah, there's probably a few but see years
1: that's the thing that's that intermediate group so Chris Brown he started so young when well, he was 15 or something right. 14, 15 right. and he seems like he's with the old folk right he's with the 30 year olds but really this man is only like 25 years old right. so he knows Buster Rhymes Buster Rhymes knows him Buster Rhymes jump on one of his tracks right. it's super hot right. so now the kids know Buster Rhymes right
0: right and Buster just so, did his thing he didn't really do nothing you know he didn't do anything trendy you know he just and that's crazy the same way he always rapped
1: and that's crazy well slightly different cause he went the whole flow was just super fast he he doesn't always it do it like that he's done it before yeah. but he doesn't always do it like that but then like the young folk had the nerd like my son came to me he was like yeah man he raps so fast he's like the fastest rapper ever I was like, what? Dude, you don't know what you're talking about, man. There was so many people that does it better than Busta. But Busta's verse was super hot though. It was really good. So not trying to take any credit from the man because he was really good. Man. He was really good when he did it. So um and then what about uh what about rappers that are rapping their age? Okay. So say like a Jay-Z. He is truly There was a time period when he was getting close. And I guess he still does it. He gets close to all the hot rappers. So when Rick Ross came on the scene and he was hot, Jay was there. And he was doing songs. When Jeezy got hot, Jay was there. When Juvenile was hot, Jay was there. Uh, Cash Money was hot, Jay was there. Kendrick. Kendrick, yeah, jumped on that quick. Drake jumped on that quick. So Jay-Z is definitely transcending time because... He's jumping on all the new hot artists, and they want to work with him because he's the best. So it's really easy for him. But when you get his albums, he's definitely staying true to his age, and he's not trying to go back and rap like he's 24 or something. He's talking about, I mean, he still talks about things that go on in his lifestyle. He's rapping about crazy art and art galleries and going to museums. (laughs) <laughs> but I wonder. But people
0: are still filling. I it. wonder if that would work if he did not have Beyonce in his pocket, because Beyonce is kind of keeping him young. I feel, and keeping him relevant uh, to the youth. I'm not sure if he would be able to talk all that stuff, and young people be able to gravitate towards it. Now, granted, he's you know arguably the best doing it right now but I'm not sure if he would be as hot if it wasn't for her
1: but that's the thing I think he went out and got her and I think he made her hot I feel like he helped her make the right moves to be the super crazy powerhouse that she is because I mean she was a young lady and singing like a young lady And then as she grew older, her whole image changed as it should because she's older now. But I think he helped. He was able to help her through that. I think he I think he had a hand in doing that.
0: Perhaps I'm sure that is, you know, you know, potentially the case. But to her millions of rabid fans, he's probably only relevant to them because of her oh yeah but I don't think those are the ones those, buying the albums those either, are the though. youthful I mean those are the younger people too
1: yeah but those aren't the ones buying Jay Z albums though those aren't the ones maybe, maybe there's some that's supporting just because it's Beyonce's family now because they're married and they're supporting in that way but those aren't the Jay Z fans that are going out buying the albums those aren't the ones
0: you No, know, I'm not necessarily talking about album sales but I'm talking more along the lines of what makes him cool or or relevant still His album sales I mean, these these guys we talking about, you know, your fabulouses and Jadakisses, these are guys that used to see, you know, million records sold. You know? Yeah. And but nobody sees that anymore.
1: True. I don't think that well, I mean, but that's what makes Jay Z so different, is that this guy, he's had a, he was the first one that did like a Samsung deal where Samsung bought a million of his albums and then gave it away to people who bought Galaxy. So he had a million sold before his album even came out. That's insane. That's the type of pool he has where he's setting up deals that's unprecedented. Nobody's done that. Million Records already shipped because Samsung bought them and then gave them away.
0: (laughs) Now could he, I mean I'm wondering though, could he have done that without that trickery? I mean because he I mean that that was a little i mean that wasn't like a straight up one million sales, I think that was even i mean I think it even came in question when that happened,
1: yeah, yeah, it did it did bring it did spark up a controversy, but I guess what I'm saying is is that he's running the industry the the reason he is who he is is because he's the one setting the trends, man, if he says it's hot it's hot, if he says it's not hot, it's not hot, and you're the guys who are known, the TIs, the Fabs, they're re- the ludicrouses. they're really following suit. Like when he said that uh, Cristal was out and he said Ace of Spades was in, everybody's now doing that champagne now. Everybody. That's what everybody's doing. He created that trend. He made that company hot because he's got a stake in that company. Uh, allegedly, he's got a stake in that company, but he made it hot. He was the one that did. Hold on.
0: All right. So let's back up a bit, though. Now you you are talking about old head shit again. Because you're talking about Cristal, and you're talking about Samsung deals. What about? Let's go back to like these little Uzi Vert fans. Are they fucking with Jay Z? Are they fucking with Fabulous? Or who? And who should? And who should these guys? You know, Jada Kids, Ludacris. Who should they be rapping for? Because somebody like Ludacris, he's always been cool but yep i'm sure he'll be looked at now as just the fast and furious black guy
1: yeah definitely he would be so, i agree
0: with that so like what should he be trying to do if i don't know does he even
1: still do music he does his last album he stayed true to his age and he talked about he talked about things from an adult perspective he didn't talk about them from a kid perspective and but it was it didn't have no it was
0: from an adult it didn't it was have an singles adult singles persp- either I mean like I don't I don't recall hearing nothing on the radio from that but that's the thing
1: though that they don't care about singles anymore that's not that's not the format anymore that's the formula is totally different I don't even know if there is a formula but it used to be you push a single till it's dead and then you come out with an album and you put it all in people's faces it's so crazy
0: now that people aren't even telling you when their albums are coming out no you still want to be on radio though I mean, not not necessarily a single before the album, but what I'm saying is there was no radio club banger. There's nothing from that last album that, uh, that I believe the there was
1: a song. I don't I don't know it. I don't know it off. I don't know off the top of my head, but it wasn't like the normal Ludacris that we grew up with where he had six of his songs off his album on the radio. It definitely wasn't that. But then again, I don't even know if he's looking for that. He's getting Fast and Furious money. I mean, they—they they, I
0: mean, they had, I mean, they had a
1: billion in box office. I mean, of <laughs> he's not making—he's
0: not making albums for nobody to listen though.
1: Yeah, I don't know if he even cares about that anymore though, because he's getting movie money. So, yeah. he's getting. Dude, they dude, Fast and Furious did like a billion dollars. <laughs> And I'm sure his cut is probably percentage based And he's getting a nice paycheck off of that So definitely more than what rap was paying And then he can always go around and do his old songs Because there's enough people that'll go see him tour So, hmm. But to to answer the question I don't think there is a particular answer I think you just better stay hot as you can By at least associating with the younger crowd's people So there's that relevance there Where it's like, okay, I know him. That's the guy that was on Lil Yachty song. That's the guy that was on Lil Uzi Vert song. Oh yeah. That's the that's the best thing you can do. And
0: you mentioned something earlier about how you felt like or you mentioned something about like fans aging out of rap. You think that's happening? You think that's something that can happen to people?
1: Yeah. I think so. I think that as people as people get older, they listen to a less they listen to it less. Um they're Less entertained by it, their temperament—they have a shorter temper for certain types of music, um, and they might just sit back and say, "You know what? I don't want to listen to anything that's newer than two thousand six, because all that, that since then, I, I I can't listen to it then since, since then." So
0: then they st- they still okay. So you're not saying they completely stop listening to to hip hop. They just they have a cutoff as far as what artists they'll listen to so they'll still probably to. probably oh. have a cutoff yeah okay okay
1: I mean I mean but even me per se uh, I, I think there are people who are just aging out of it as well not aging out like it's not cool anymore and I'm staying far away from it but they're not making a time there was a time when albums came out I knew every single song that was on the album I'll be able to call it out I remembered albums and all the song titles and I knew lyrics um, obviously, I've gotten more responsible, uh, meaning I have more respons- more responsibilities I have to take care of, and I just have less time to do that stuff. And so, I mean, let me see. What's the last? Actually, I've been banging Bruno Mars album for the last week, um, which is super dope, by the way. You need to check that out. Bruno Mars album is pretty dope. Um, 24 Carat Goat. Isn't he singing? But, uh, uh, it's singing. I about you? It's, it's kind of. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> well, no, I, it's not that I don't like singing. I I, I usually don't. Uh, I don't like. It's. I guess it's hard to describe. I don't like Drake doing it. I was gonna say if you like you like think, Bruno Mars, you gotta
0: give Drake a listen
1: again. Nah, nah, man, it's different. <laughs> Bruno Mars actually can sing. Drake is kind of holding a note. It's the difference. Yeah. So, um, but I've been listening to that. It's been pretty dope. Uh, I think Bruno and a real quick, quick sidebar. I think Bruno Mars found a way to merge new school talk and social media type fad stuff and also have an old school feel to it. When you if you listen to it, you'll notice that his beats are very reminiscent of songs of back in the day. It's like, wow, he really tapped into that. He has songs that kind of sound like a Babyface type feel. He has songs that kind of feel like a Bill Bill DeVoe type feel. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Yeah,
0: see how he did it. I ain't like none of that shit. <laughs> All right, babyface, well, Bill, Bill, if I didn't, I didn't mess with well,
1: that. check it, check it, because he's really talking that almost the same way that you, what's homie name, Bryson Tiller? Yeah. Oh, uh, the, the way you were talking about, he was talking that talk to the ladies. Right. He was singing, but it was still tough. Well, Bruno Mars is kind of he's talking that talk, but he's spitting game, and it's not just like begging women but it's he's kind of spitting he's spitting game it's it's pretty cool it's pretty cool I I enjoyed it but anyway um I I said all that to say I can't remember the last time I listened to okay last week when I was riding in a car I left my son in the car while I went into the store and I came back and I still got a uh what album is that uh, Watch the Throne album is still in my CD player because I don't listen to CDs, so that's been in there since
0: 2010.
1: <laughs> Yo, that album has been in my CD player for six years. But anyway, he was playing Watch the Throne, and I listened to it with him on the way home. That's the last time I listened to rap. And the time before that, I can't remember the last time I listened to rap because I just haven't had time to. So I said all that to say I'm, I sometimes phase out of rap. Not that I don't like it anymore. I just... Don't have time to listen.
0: Hmm. See, I guess I'm kind of the opposite. I, I actually make the time to uh, check out some of the newer artists. And it, it used to be easy for me to do that um, with Apple Music. So it
1: sounds like it's an effort, though, right? Um, You're making an effort. You're saying you make time. That's an effort. I mean, not
0: necessarily make time. I mean, I'm sitting there at work, and all I have to do is go through Apple Music and look up new, new rap artists or new rap albums. And just listen to whoever catches my my eye. Oh, okay. Um, or your ear, or ear in this case, yeah. (laughs) Catch your eye, (laughs) and uh, it's not a. uh, They changed. They kind of changed the format of iTunes, so I'm not exactly sure how to do that anymore. So I haven't really been up on nothing uh, lately. But um, but yeah, I mean, I had made it a point basically uh, for like the past year or so to listening to the new stuff um oh, okay as well as the old stuff i mean
1: gotcha well i can't do that at work uh because i can't my mind I, I can't listen to lyrics and work at the same time so usually i'm listening to some type of like disco instrumental or some type of uh techno instrumental um just instrumentals in the background i can't do the lyrics because i start trying to listen to the lyrics, interpret them sing them rap them whatever it is my mind goes somewhere different it takes me 10 times as long to get my work done so right i I can only listen to instrumentals so that's that's another thing that's taken me away from listening to rap if if i was able to do it while i work that'd be time i can do it and then when i hop in my car i'm listening to the corporate streets or other podcasts which actually i haven't even been listening to other podcasts i've only been listening to us um and uh, so I don't do it in a car. And then when I get home, I got the wife and the kids. So I'm not listening to it at home. So when can I listen to it? I don't know. Maybe on a weekend, if I'm riding to the store by myself, that's when I turn on some type of rap that I like listening to. But I just hadn't done it lately.
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, um, like I said, I went to to Atlanta this weekend. And I yep. ended up having to take... Uh, at the last minute, one of the parents asked if she could ride with me. Because I went for a football tournament Ooh, <laughs> for my son. Yeah. And uh, one of the parents asked at the last minute if they could ride with me. And so her and her mother rode all the way to Atlanta with me.
1: Oh, so that means you have to change your whole musical catalog. I have to change man.
0: everything. I couldn't even listen to the podcast I wanted to listen to. <laughs> and i had planned on smoking cigars on the way down all, i had like all, like eight cigars all loaded up and ready to go it ruined oh, everything man. yo that's
1: crazy it's funny how that is is it isn't it weird have you ever gotten your car and you turn turn on your car and the music that came on was like some crazy rap and you, you know what i'm saying something and it's always at the most perverted part right. you're trying to shut it down real quick right. has that ever happened to you
0: yeah that i've done that happened, with like but, co-workers but then i got to a point where i was just like fuck it because like <laughs> they're not about to ruin my trip and so um i did let it fly with with some future and stuff
1: you think other genres of music give a damn who they singing for i don't think other genres of music do that Probably i think they not. like like sting just stayed true to who the hell he was the beatles didn't care who was listening Elvis didn't care who was listening. Metallica doesn't care who's listening. Like they're they're making their songs. Green Day they're making their songs the way that they've been making their songs. They're not trying to cater to the new crowd. Yeah, maybe they are. I don't know. Nah, maybe they, they are. But not. the song, like the songs that I've heard, like the latest Green Day stuff, was the same as what their old stuff was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why do you? Why do you think that is? Why do you think that one genre feels the need to cater to one group and then the other genres like, yo,
0: this is the type of music I make. You either like me or you don't. Because I think hip-hop is just different. Like, this hip-hop is based off of what's cool. And what's cool is always what's in trend at the moment. Yeah, you know? okay. And... I I found myself wondering actually um, I think earlier today just like why do we even care so much and like and this was like I think this is from the first podcast where I asked that same question like why do people care so much about hip hop and why are they so serious about it and I still don't really feel like I have an answer to that to that question like like what you just said about how um, wh- why why do why do hip hop why in hip hop why do they feel like they have to worry about who they're catering to versus any other um, genre of music?
1: Right, they just they just make what they live, and I feel like hip hop in the sense, like you said, trying to make it to where it's cool, and in order to be cool, you have to do what's trendy and what's trendy is usually what's young because they're running what's cool. The young hip-hop culture is running what's cool. right? But it might be influenced by the older hip-hop culture in the sense that the older guys might say, oh, no, I guess it's a little bit of bow. It's a little bit of bow. Because when, when the the older tenured guys who are still in the cool light, if they do something or say something, it's cool. And then the young kids, if it catches on good enough... Then it's cool. Because, like, let's say the mannequin challenge, how it came out of nowhere and it was cool. The running man challenge came out of nowhere, just caught wind, and it was cool for the short time that it was cool.
0: Yeah, but I think as far as the older people um influencing the younger, I think there's only a few people who can do that. I'm not even sure if there's a few. I mean,. Obviously, the, the the first person that comes to mind is Jay Z. Can right. make a call on something and it just shuts the whole situation down. So auto tune. Mm-hmm. You know, he he killed that with "Death of Auto Tune."
1: And and what are we calling um, older? What's the, what's what is that? Uh, what's where's the line?
0: Um, is it thirty? Yeah, I would say about the uh, mid thirties, maybe thirty mid thirties mid thirty. Yeah, we can just go ahead and call it 30
1: cause I think Drake is stepping up upon 30 so that's gonna make him an old rapper now dude let me effort that really quick go ahead you keep it going yeah
0: I'm pretty sure he's right, of, right, going right at 30 but it doesn't but he's in the same situation as like a Jay Z like Jay Z may not seem old to us because we grew up with him like these people grew up with Drake Okay. So Drake so, is like the Jay Z of of that generation.
1: So Drake just turned thirty. Yeah. Chris Brown's twenty seven. Nicki Minaj is thirty three. I would say, dude. I would say. Dr- it says Lil Wayne, but it's got a picture of two chains. They need to stop that. <laughs> Yo, they need to stop that, dude. Google, man. Come on, bro.
0: Come on. Is it a picture from College World? There-
1: yeah it is Uh, okay but don't use that picture then right (laughs) (laughs) meek mill is 29 jay-z is 46 kendrick is 29 justin bieber is only 22 is this right uh yeah
0: yep that's what it is man
1: okay anyway so, it looks like all the greats, all the great guys are being old. I guess that's where there's a lane for the little Uzi Verts and the, and the little Yatties because I mean, even Drake is considered old now. Nicki Minaj is 33, dude. She ain't getting no younger.
0: Yeah, I mean, but again, like your Drake's and Meek Mills, even though they are relevant now, I think they are the the old heads of the younger group,
1: of the younger generation.
0: Yeah. They're they so. the OGs.
1: Now while while we were talking about all this social media talk, right? Uh I've been noticing that in social media, there's been a lot of people getting aired out. I mean, even just in the public. Like just what was it, last week or so? Kanye West before he got admitted into that mental home, where wherever he was at, um, he was in concert and he was just airing out what seems to be personal business of Beyonce and he's bringing up jay-z's name talking about call me i know you got the killers don't send them at my head right right and uh you see it all the time in your own social media where friends or friends of friends are airing out some they're airing out somebody on social media or they're sending subliminal shots on social media what do you think about that (laughs) I feel like... It's been happening a lot, man. What do you think about that?
0: I was thinking about this on my long trip uh, <laughs> to and from Atlanta. I basically, I feel like some people just shouldn't have access to social media.
1: <laughs> you can't control it like that, man. so you no, know I'm just, I'm not saying that they shouldn't.
0: You, I'm not saying that there has to be a law put in place. But some people, right. they probably just shouldn't be on there.
1: Okay. Um who would who give me three people you'll take off of social media forever?
0: Off of social media forever. i was, um <laughs> Okay, top three so okay, top three. So number three would be um I wanna say can I just loop all the card lump all the Kardashians in there? No, no,
1: okay. no, no, no. no. All nope, in nope, one. nope,
0: nope nope. nope. Okay, Chris Brown. He shouldn't be on there. Okay. Because Chris Brown just seems to not have a filter sometimes. And he often is saying stuff that may not necessarily get him in trouble, but may give him a side eye and make you look at right. him again like, eh, Chris, I don't know if you should be saying that. You should be speaking on that. You know, right? just okay. kind of chill out. I think Chris Brown would be number three. Okay. Number two would be Kanye West oh he's number two he's number two okay because um of obvious reasons here uh um he also definitely doesn't have a filter yeah and plus he gets all his stuff out at his concerts he doesn't need to compound that with social media as well (laughs) to have these things and these thoughts in writing (laughs) he's
1: an artist doc he got to be able to create
0: (laughs) (laughs) he don't need to have these even if it's you,
1: Even if it's creating controversy.
0: And number one would be Azalea Banks. Oh, yeah. She's pretty bad. I think she should just be taken off. Mm-hmm. I was about to say off the world, but.
1: <laughs> Don't do she it. She should definitely Something be taken to off to social media. You know what, though, man? That's what makes social media interesting, though, man. Is it? It makes it interesting. Watching, yeah, watching the train wrecks. It's all. I think that. It's, it's all it's funny when it's not you <laughs> you know what i'm saying like when you don't have to wake up in the morning thinking about damn i really messed that up i shouldn't have said that now I, this is what i gotta deal with okay guys i've been hacked it's like now you know you ain't been hacked right. stop lying that's what makes it even better that's how you know they know they messed up because then they come out with the stories that they've been hacked but um yeah man i, I think that they keep it interesting they keep it interesting. That's what makes the fun.
0: Those three people that I just named—they never have claimed the hack thing. <laughs> they just—they just live with whatever they put up there. <laughs> <laughs> right. They just live with it. They might delete it. Yeah, man. They may delete the post, but you know, they—they—they're so hot that um, it's going to be captured. You know.
1: Which doesn't mean much because once it's out there, it's out there. Somebody in the screenshot yeah, it, and saying. it's never going away. Yeah, they, <laughs> So, so, yeah man what, what about regular people that do it though what about your friends or your friends or friends that's on these timelines airing people out this B told me this and I'm going to kick her A I'm going I'm to beat her down you know uh, I've, I've seen in the past two weeks I've seen a lot of subliminal shots being thrown and I've seen just flat out shots being thrown and people arguing back and forth over social media
0: it's the, the straight-up shots that bother me the most. Right. Like, the, the, the subliminal shots. Mm, I think that's, for a regular person, I think that's appropriate. Okay. Because you really probably should. Well, first of all, personally, I don't think you should be putting out anything too serious as a regular person on social media. Like, people use Facebook or whatever as their diary. hmm you know, that's that's their digital diary now. Except everybody can read it; they don't have the lock and key on it. Right. It used to be diaries were personal. Right. But people, guys and girls, they put out all their most personal thoughts. You know, out for everyone to see. Or their fake personal thoughts, because some of the stuff be manufactured. Yeah, and their 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 real diaries be totally different from Facebook. But, I think that's what like for me, it makes me a little uncomfortable to see that stuff because these are things that are supposed to be for your diary like I'm right. really not one to see your feelings about your baby mama and you know how she's mean to you, and what was the one for <laughs> the one guy <laughs> at time about how she was a uh uh, we talked about it on the podcast. I think
1: I know. What didn't it say? Like she was
0: a slut or something. Yeah, something she was about dirty she was and nasty. Yeah, like how, how nasty she was. You know,
1: it's like, bro, you gave her two babies. Bro. Right? <laughs> what are you say?
0: <laughs> you married her. Uh, you're right. You married her. dog. You put the ring on it. That's who you chose. Yeah. So, like, but a situation like that because it was it, it was very serious. It seemed. He put her picture. Hey, do you out. think
1: that uh? i was gonna say do you so this is a digital diary right we're talking about how diaries are normally private but on facebook these diaries aren't private do you think that these people would have even used the diary i think like well my mom by the way i grew up uh my mom told me that uh diaries were for girls journals were for boys yep so she had gave me a book told me that was my journal and I should write in it but I think that was just her way of trying to creep on me so yeah uh, I didn't really put anything too serious in that thing because <laughs> I had a feeling my mom was trying to figure out what I
0: had going on which was a smart move but I I was ready for but that. she doesn't have to now play. what a parent would do now is give you access to Facebook yeah exactly
1: exactly but I'm wondering because even then not many people wrote in diaries maybe a few uh, females that I knew You know, a few girls might have written in their diary and they might have admitted to doing that. But uh, not many people did that. So I think the diaries were going out. And I wonder if there was no Facebook with these people actually write these things down in a book and keep it to themselves. I doubt it. I don't think so. I I think this age, you want to be seen and heard and you want people to know exactly what you feel. Isn't that isn't that odd? Like all these feelings that are supposed to be to yourself. People nowadays people you want people to know exactly how you feel about something and then you end it off with a, i'm just saying though no,
0: or you know <laughs> or
1: is it speaking my mind Or was the
0: conversation that you should have had directly with that person like going back to somebody like kanye west airing out jay-z and beyonce like i'm sure he has a way to i know he got
1: their number right <laughs>
0: yes. so so why is he on you know doing this in a concert you know he didn't even do it on social media. He did it on a concert, in, in a concert. Right.
1: Which is funny. So you know that it's going to garner attention because none of these people at this concert have any contact info on Jay-Z. Right. So why are you telling these people, hey, A.O.J., get at me? That's because you knew that people in the crowd are recording and it's going to eventually hit the blogs. And when it hits the blogs, maybe it might get back. Right. Or is it really for I mean, maybe it was just a controversy to get his name popping. Remember, it's a law of power, man. Uh, You want to get that attention at all costs. You know what I'm saying? No attention is bad attention.
0: Yeah, I really wanted to think it wasn't that serious, but you know what? Now that he's in this psych ward or whatever, you know, he's an outpatient or inpatient or whatever, I think that's going to be his out as far as, hey, man, I was just kind of going uh, you know I was depressed and I was kind of losing it yeah I was going nuts so you know nothing personal
1: yeah that's interesting because um, he's gonna turn around and do it again oh one person you left out uh, Meek Mill he should get he should be on social media too oh yeah he definitely should but you only got three though so that was a hard That was the the honorable honorable mission (laughs) (laughs) right he's on he's on the next list on the next wave actually he he probably
0: would be number three i didn't think of meek mill so he probably should be number three and chris brown should be the honorable mention right okay
1: so speaking of social media man check this out i was on um on instagram and actually yesterday and i follow ti i I like ti and he posted a meme he earned somebody out too oh he did he aired out lil wayne yeah. by the way he was, i think he was baited into doing that definitely by charlamagne he was definitely. Baited, totally baited yep. but yep. uh and i know he has wayne's phone number but he aired him out i don't know i felt weird about that one so remember i was saying that it's kind of funny and it's cool but that one didn't feel cool because i felt like he was talking straight to that man but he was talking to him over social media When he could have just Picked up the phone Or sent all those words In a text message See, he typed out A whole paragraph right. like, Yeah You know how long It took him to write that It Duh All the auto spell Corrects right. and all that Yo That thing took an hour To write Yeah Yeah, yeah so
0: and Don't let somebody Call so, him while he's Doing that
1: Right <laughs> Right I know he got some phone bet, Yo you gotta put your phone On airplane mode When
0: you do that Tiny when Tiny sitting there Trying to FaceTime him Like Right Come on, man
1: <laughs> So uh, He had posted a meme And the meme says uh, Something To the effect It showed a picture Of this lady And it says Government chemists Purposely made Drug tests for blacks Come back positive Sending more than 40,000 Innocent people to prison Alright oh,
0: wow. So that's what That's the crazy
1: that's what the meme says right so let's let's take the um, let's try to find out the important parts uh, of of this meme it says that it's a government chemist okay and this chemist purposely made drug tests for blacks come back positive and sending more than 40,000 innocent people to prison that's terrible so you assume that this government chemist was hired by the government right. had drug tests specifically for black people mm-hmm. and it sent more than 40,000 innocent people. It didn't say innocent black people but since they were talking about the drug test of black people you assume that it's 40,000 innocent black people got sent to prison. Did
0: Donald Trump hire right? her? I don't
1: know. Okay. <laughs> so I saw this and I'm like that sounds insane So, guess what the first thing I thought to do when I saw that meme? Was it reposted? Hell no. It was not. Was it go call and tell somebody? No. Was it go call and tell somebody? Hell no. The first thing I thought was GTS. Okay? Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. Google that shit. So, I wanted to see where did this meme come from? And I wanted to see if there was really a case out there where this could have happened i know i like ti man and i know that he's riding for the black lives matter movement yep. and just because you like somebody's art man um it it doesn't mean that you should follow every step or believe everything that they say right it doesn't so nah it doesn't man just because you're you supposed like to blindly
0: them. follow people like you're supposed to nah, just believe man. what anybody says if it was on the internet
1: i'm sure he didn't mean anything with this post he didn't mean any harm and i'm sure that he was really disgusted by what the post said but it didn't appear that he did any fact checking himself because he just went back and
0: reposted i am everything. disgusted he blindly reposted. and tribulated
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly so one thing that i did find though is that this chemist actually does exist there was a lady okay. Uh, her name is Annie Ducon. So far, so good. Okay. All true. And she nothing but facts. And she <laughs> she did mishandle sixty thousand drug samples. Okay. Okay. Facts. Now, yeah, the, that was a fact, but it didn't say it didn't say the sixty thousand samples. It said you know sent forty thousand innocent black people to jail. Or forty thousand innocent people to jail, but in
0: the beginning it of got it, the, it, it got the same amount thing. of commas though. So I'm gonna put that under facts. All
1: right, it's 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 a uh, tens of thousands. Okay, yep. sixty thousand to be exact. But the thing that was interesting about it is this story was circulating in 2012. Like the way that it was reposted <laughs> yesterday, I thought this shit was new, bro. Mm. So. I did find that it was posted in 2012. Okay. And this lady, she was accused of faking drug tests. She was accused of forging signatures, and she was mixing samples. Uh, She was mixing samples, dude.
0: Uh But that's still, I mean, even if it's 2012, it's still facts, though. I mean, you could be like... It's still facts. You still be like Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, you know, in 18. Now. You know, like, that's still a fact, right? Right. That is. That is.
1: So, <laughs> so uh, CBS News says that she tested more than 60,000 drug samples, which involved 34,000 defendants during her nine-year tenure, okay? So, she was there doing this for nine years and all of her years are in question. So over 60,000 samples <clears throat> involve more than 34,000 defendants and approximately 1,100 inmates may have been convicted with this tainted evidence.
0: See, I don't feel like the first year should be in question because you know your first year at working somewhere you're going to be on your shit, right? So they need to take Maybe that, not. They need to take that first year out. <laughs> no, because you, you're doing everything by the book and you're following all the procedures and then it's after that first year when you start shortcutting.
1: Yo, if I have proof that six years of your nine years are wrong, I can't trust any of your years. <laughs> I can't trust any of them. I ain't trusting none nah, of
0: them. Nah, man, she was following the book at first, man. I'm telling you.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. So, uh, and this chick's got a master's degree. This chick, she she's supposed to be one of the smart ones, supposedly. So, approximately 1,100 inmates may have been convicted <laughs> with this tainted evidence. Now, in the New York Times, it says that hey man, that how many? uh. Eleven hundred inmates
0: may have been convicted. That's far from the forty thousand.
1: That is far from the forty thousand innocent people sent to prison. And And by by the way, that's not
0: even the same amount of commas. See, before I was giving it to him because it was the same amount of commas, but it's not even. Right, right. This is this
1: is this is definitely a divisor. It's it's definitely smaller. Um,
0: Sorry, that is the same amount of commas before anybody gets me. That is the same, but still.
1: Right. Uh I mean, it's a thousand. It's not tens of thousands, though. Right. That that's what I'm saying. It's not tens of thousands. So, um anyway, so what I'm so what I'm thinking here is so the 40,000 innocent people, I mean, I don't know how innocent you were if you were in If you were in a position where you were getting this drug test that could have been tainted, I don't know how innocent you could have been. So even just the the way that the meme was worded sounds weird anyway. But eleven hundred people, according to CBS News. Now, uh, one thing I did find interesting is that The New York Times did a story a year later, and it says that the cases of 40,000 people might have been affected by this tainted evidence. So, whereas the first article I read said that 1,100 inmates might have been convicted with this evidence, with this tainted evidence, uh, the New York Times said that 40,000 people might have been affected. So, there goes the 40,000 number. But that's still different because the meme says more than 40,000 innocent people were sent to prison. So, that was like guaranteeing it. So, So that meme is still wrong. So, when you
0: tell me about this meme, I went and looked it up and the article I saw called her a rogue chemist. Yep. So I mean, was she doing this as like kind of like trying to be a hero, or was like was she trying to oh, search by the justice? way? Was there ever a reason given?
1: By the way, um, vigilante. Nowhere, nowhere, any, nowhere in any of the articles that I saw made it seem like she was aiming to do something to black people. Because I don't even know how they would have known that these people were black. What is she going by the names that are on the samples? Uh, is she um, I don't know how much information was on the specific sample kind of paperwork there was if it told what the race was but nowhere did it say specifically black people like the meme said but they said supposedly her motive was that she wanted to be seen as a good worker okay where other chemists would test 50 to 150 samples per month guess how many samples she tested per month how many was that a whopping 500 samples per month dog 500 dude she was doing 10 times the amount of samples per month than all of the
0: competition see right there that should have been a red flag (laughs) they should have known that 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 just wasn't no
1: dog she's super productive though isn't that productive
0: i guess i mean to somebody i suppose it is but to me that would have been a flag (laughs) no so speaking
1: of red flags so in 2010 a supervisor did an audit of her paperwork right you can't have but
0: like a 300% productivity like <laughs> like dog this
1: was a thousand per- some people only did 50 she did 500 that is a th- <laughs> dog that is a thousand percent productivity bro yeah, that's crazy yeah. <laughs> that is insane man Um. so anyway uh supervisor her right supervisor auditor and uh they didn't they didn't they didn't retest any of her samples, nor did they find anything wrong in the audit hmm okay which is a that's like audit rule number one there's always something to be found right. like any audit that I look at, if I'm reviewing the audit and I see that there were no findings at all, there was nothing, no recommendations, no nothing you must not have been working at all. Like, right. you ain't trying hard enough because right. there's always something to be found. So uh, supposedly in 2010, this is according to CBS News, another chemist had found that seven instances where this chick incorrectly identified a drug sample as a certain narcotic, but she was wrong. So this the the, the other chemists know that she's not doing her job right. They're probably looking at her like, Man, this bitch did 500 samples. All I did was 50. She's got to be doing something wrong. So they go behind her and they're like retesting. They're like, look, she ain't even getting these right, man. This is this is totally wrong.
0: See, if that so, was me, I'd been looking at it like, you know, thinking the supervisor will eventually catch it. You know, like if I was just one of her peers and we're like, damn, Annie got uh, 500 tests done this month. It's like, damn! Does she ever go home? Right, you would just think like, man, she got to be doing something wrong. The supervisor's gonna get her, but right, yeah, you got to be thinking. There's just no way that she
1: can that she can do this. Yeah, right. That she's, yeah, man she she's doing she's doing a uh, hundred times more. Samples. Right, she's
0: doing the work of what ten people. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> so, with just with just her. So, um, that's pretty interesting. So, she did admit in court that she was faking it for like two or three years. Wow. And, and she was identifying samples just by looking at them. So, she was looking at urine and knowing for a fact, or, or blood. I don't know if they were doing blood tests or they were doing urine tests, but she was looking at the samples. And that's how she knew for a fact that, uh, these people, um, had, tested positive for these
0: uh for these drugs man. so it's like the P is too dark this person obviously right or the blood is too light <laughs> so this person obviously was on something so what kind of convictions i wonder what like you know i guess these are drug convictions what like the person had drugs in their system or whatever or alcohol yeah may, maybe or maybe it was like
1: be. maybe it was people like for with their po maybe their po was testing them
0: or oh something. yeah So I wonder how many years those people were getting out of that.
1: Well, I don't know how many years they were getting, but
0: (laughs) guess how much time she got. Yes, I looked that up. That was the first thing I was wondering when she got like three to five, right? Three to five and two years probation. So she can actually be listening to this podcast (laughs) right now.
1: Yo, she's listening to this podcast. Like, man, they always bringing up old shit, telling us, telling us what
0: we getting, what we got wrong about the thing.
1: Right. It wasn't forty thousand. It was forty
0: thousand two hundred sixty nine. Yes. And, so. and actually, I got uh, five hundred and fifty tests done a month, not just five hundred. Right. So,
1: not just five hundred. <laughs> so. Oh, man, that's crazy. Oh, by the way, this isn't cheap either because, I mean, once I catch wind that I could be in jail over somebody mistreating the samples, mishandling the samples, I want my case retried. You know what I'm saying? And so the the state has to, yeah, the state has to retry these cases. Guess how much they set aside to reinvestigate these cases? What's that? How much? Like $30 million because of this chick, man. And, all she and got they was three, say that years. that's not even enough. Yeah, they say that's not even enough. They say it might even cost upwards of a hundred million dollars.
0: Because you're probably gonna have to like pay some type of rest. Was it re, restitution to those? Yeah, restitution. Um,
1: I don't even know about the restitution that has to be paid, but these people have to go back through the court process. That ain't free. Yeah, <laughs> that's not free. Wow. Forty thousand people got to go through this process all over again,
0: yeah,
1: duh. So and and it has to be reinvestigated
0: <laughs> so. so the moral of the story is, um, I think it's something we said a long time ago about uh, not believing all the memes that you uh, that you see. All
1: the memes or whatever yeah. <laughs> you can't believe that. Stuff, yeah, man, man. Look, don't go blindly reposting these memes, man. Don't do it. I mean i love ti to death i love his music i love i love his display of character out in the public he he uh he fights for respect he's willing to die for respect i mean he swung on the pound for pound greatest fighter undefeated floyd mayweather he swung on that man because he had a problem with him i mean i respect that if you got that problem you want to see that man face to face Uh, he's he's taking care of his family Has tv shows he's a he's a businessman he's in movies he's doing pretty well for himself but even him you can't take every meme that you see and start reposting it without doing your own research don't go spreading this these these you don't know who made that meme man (laughs) you don't know what fact checking that they did and especially the people that post it they're not taking the time out they're not taking a time out. So, don't look like an idiot, man. Spreading these fake truths, man.
0: And That's let all. me add that she looked exactly the way I thought she was going to look, too. <laughs>
1: what? Take it easy, dog. No, I'm just
0: saying, like, when, when you start telling her the story. I don't know if that sounds racist or what, dog. What are you saying, bro? She just, when I envision. <laughs> you no, know, when you somebody telling you a story, you, are, you just automatically start making like an image you, you know you, you you imagine an image of what the person may look like right and she actually fit the exact description that i came up so with.
1: you 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 thought of a, a a brown skinny woman with glasses
0: just go look her up i mean she looked the way i thought she was gonna look it don't matter <laughs> it don't matter what she looked like i'm just saying she looked the way i thought she was going to
1: oh okay all right well yeah she looked like an idiot because She shouldn't have been uh, doing her job wrong. Look, if you don't want to do your damn job, get another job, man. Don't send me to jail. Don't tamper with my case. Don't fuck over my case because you don't want to do your damn job. And and don't get it twisted. Being a good employee and doing... Yo, you can't be a good employee if you are doing your job totally wrong. (laughs) Those two don't even go hand in hand. There's no such as being a good employee if you know for a fact... You're not even half-assing your job. You, you you quarter-assing the job. Dude, she was looking at the samples, wasn't even testing, yo. I think she was trying
0: like, to be a vigilante is what I'm thinking.
1: A vigilante to what? Like, to, like vigilantes, they, they go off on their own and
0: try to save the day. Who was she saving? She was trying to put these these bad people who she perceived as being bad away, you know, in prison, I guess. I don't know.
1: Oh, and you do that by not doing your job. I don't know if uh, yo, you can't you can't be good by doing by doing that kind of bad, man. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's not good. Anyway, I'm glad she got locked away. I wish she would have got 100 years because we don't need people like her on the street. See, that's what I'll be telling yeah, you people, think, man, these degrees don't mean nothing. You would think she would she had a master's she, degree and she's
0: still an idiot. She should be getting charged for every year or every person or every test or whatever. That she yeah that she, she sh- fudge, because if you kill somebody, if you kill a bunch of people, you ain't going you're not about to just get you know charged with killing just the one person,
1: right, you get three life sentences or your five life right. sentences or your sixteen life sentences or whatever. And people be getting the football numbers. She should get lottery ticket numbers. Yeah. Like, she should get like 360. She should get like the mega millions numbers. She should get like 360 million years in prison. Yeah,
0: but she's still here. Seriously. She's out right now living her life, I'm sure.
1: Dog, I hope she's listening to the podcast. She's got
0: a call center job somewhere and she's doing her thing, selling insurance. Yeah, man. Well that's all i got on her man and yo watch these
1: memes man stop stop just copying people and reposting people do your own research learn learn some stuff man (laughs) if you're that intrigued and you're ready to tell somebody at least go look it up so you can get the damn story right but all right i'm good i'm off my soapbox bro should i wrap it let's go ahead and wrap it up all right, you know the deal. You could be listening to anyone in the world right now. However, you're listening to us. We definitely appreciate that. You need to go check out Jaron and I. We have another podcast. It's called The Powercast. This is a Corporate Streets production. So you know we're bringing the hotness. And it doesn't matter if you're corporate. Doesn't matter if you're street. Doesn't matter what type of person you are. If you want control of your life. If you want to gain attain maintain sustain that power you need to listen to the power cast we're reading the book the 48 laws of power by robert Greene. we read it we ingest it we interpret it and we give you guys our interpretation with the corporate street seasoning on top of it and how you can apply the laws in life and it's pretty dope man you need to check it out it's only a 30 minutes. It's only a 30 minute episode. Doesn't take long. You need to invest in yourself to make yourself better. And you can do that by listening to the power cast. We release it every single Friday. You know, the podcast is every Tuesday. The power cast is every Friday. So check it out. If you want to talk to us about airing people out over social media, sending those subliminal shots or you want to talk about people who just don't fact check. You got a story about that. You can hit us up. Email us at thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. Even if you need help handling the situation, you know who we are. We are the advice connoisseurs, so hit us up. We have the Facebook page, the Corporate Streets Podcast. Don't forget the Twitter handle, at Corp Streets. And you know what you're listening to. This is the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who send those subliminal shots on Facebook and Twitter, dropping atomic F-bombs. But then they go back and delete their posts because corporate HR monitors employees' social media accounts. <laughs> oh, man. Once it hits the net, though, it's gone, man. It's a done deal. There's no such thing as delete on the Internet.
0: Just saying. Right. The regular people, man, they don't care what you're doing.
1: <laughs> no, man. Corporate, they watching, bro. They watching. Watching. Watching be sad to lose your damn job because of you talking about little Ray Ray <laughs> or uh or, or uh <laughs> you know what I'm saying gotta be sad you gonna short them hands <laughs> after, after work yeah incriminating yourself online alright peace